Hey listeners, and welcome to Solid Saturdays, where you will receive solid inspiration and prayer that will set you up for a solid weekend and get this an even better week. Listen, I get it, it's Saturday, it's the weekend, but I want to assure you that whether you're in bed or exercising or even running errands, if you tuned into this podcast, then there is a word for you. So let's go ahead and dive in. All right, y'all. So we begin this 12th month of the year with the 12th episode of Solid Saturdays. And I am so excited about this episode because like the others, this episode will turn on the light for many people. And I just see deliverance coming as a result of this episode. So this is what I want you to do. Number one, I want you to be on the edge of your seat or however you can listen closely to this episode. Listen with your heart, not just with your ears and allow God to to enter in even as you listen and let him speak to you. You're not listening to Tiffany today. Let it be the voice of Holy Spirit speaking to your heart so that it will ignite change in your life. And then number two, I recommend that you will share today's episode with all of your family and your friends. Let's get the message out. And it is my prayer that this episode will turn the light on for those who listen where you will begin to walk in the truth of the light. And it is so in Jesus name. So let's go ahead and dive in. Okay, here we go. So today's episode, the title of today's episode is the biggest threat to Christians. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> the biggest threat to Christians. Now, we hear many messages that talk about us having haters or unruly family members, unfair bosses or supervisors, co-workers, even leaders of our nation, which can make it seem like they are a threat to our destiny or even the body of Christ. But babies, they are not a threat. That is not the threat. I mean, can they fester adversity? Absolutely. But they are not a threat. Anybody can fester adversity, but are they a threat to your destiny? And the thing about real threats or real dangers is that it is only a threat or dangerous because it is not obvious. When people prepare for war or even in a sports game, leaders and the coaches don't search for the obvious attacks or the obvious moves. They study the behaviors to try to figure out the mind or the thought process of the opponent so that they can plan and prepare their men for the unexpected. They prepare for the ambush. They prepare for the secret weapon. They prepare and plan for what's hidden, not what's obvious. All this time, We've been preparing for the expected, which is why you see many Christians today being ambushed and some of them recover. Some of them don't. It depends on how anchored they are in God. Goliath didn't prepare for David. Why? Because he didn't see David as a threat. I mean, Saul's army didn't see David as a threat. David's brothers didn't see David as a threat. And to be honest, David was everybody's last choice except God's. But what made him a threat to the enemy was his obedience. His obedience to God made him a threat to anyone who wasn't in the kingdom of God. He only had association with Saul's army 
but he had a connection to a greater kingdom. God's kingdom, y'all. David won because of his connection and relationship with the king of kings. Now, the Bible says that Saul tried to put his armor on David, and I think it was to kind of prepare him for the battle. But truth of the matter is, is that Saul couldn't prepare him. Why? Because Saul only knew how to prepare his people for battle. He only knew how to prepare the people who were in his army. David was prepared through his relationship with God. So Goliath didn't see David as a threat because David was God's secret weapon. <laughs> Somebody say, I'm God's secret weapon. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. You are God's secret weapon. So it's okay that you were overlooked because you are God's secret weapon. It's okay that you were rejected because you are God's secret weapon. It's in those tough moments that God prepares us to be unleashed in the future for his greater purpose. You are God's secret weapon. Secret weapons, y'all. We're God's secret weapons. So secret weapons are used when the opponent least expects it, right? Which ultimately leads to the win, or in this case, Goliath's demise. So danger or threats are not found in what's obvious. And I say this same thing to you. Danger or threats are not found in what's obvious. It's found in what's hidden. Now, listen to me closely now. Listen, as Christians our obvious opponent is the devil, right? But he's not our biggest threat. It's outlined countless times in the Bible that we have power over the enemy. So if we have power over the devil, then it's obvious that he is not our biggest threat, right? <laughs> However, that's the illusion that he wants to create in your mind. He wants it to be so embedded in your mind that he is the biggest threat so that you will operate from a place of fear and not a place of power. So babies, I want to tell you again, the devil is not your biggest threat. The devil is not our biggest threat. What he does is uses his deception to create this image of him being a threat, but he's not. And I'm going to keep saying this until you get it. We have the greater one living on the inside of us. So how can the devil be the biggest threat? The same power that resurrected Jesus Christ lives in us. The devil can't resurrect nobody. So how can he be our biggest threat? We have what's needed to win any battle or any obstacle that has been placed before us, period. What happens is that the devil targets the underdeveloped areas in our lives and he uses it against us. Sometimes he does influence people. That's why people talk about haters and all this other stuff. He does influence people sometimes. He influences people to aggravate or agitate us. But even people cannot cause you to sin. Even people can't cause you to fail. Listen, people of God, it's you. In other words, the biggest threat to Christians is pride. According to the Bible now, okay, is there anything else that leads us to destruction? Is there anything else? Matthew 7 says that a wide gate in an easy way leads to destruction. All right, we got that. But how do you get there? By ignoring the voice of God and preferring your reasoning over God's voice, aka pride, right? First Timothy six, it says that many senseless and harmful desires can lead to destruction. But how do you get there? By trying to satisfy the emptiness of your soul rather than trusting in God, a.k.a. pride. 
Proverbs chapters 16 and 18, they make reference to pride leading to destructions. And some translations say that haughtiness comes before the fall. That's the same thing. Pride. Pride leads to destruction. Our biggest threat as a Christian is pride. You know, we often look at David's life when he was on the roof looking at somebody else's business, a.k.a. Bathsheba. (laughs) That's somebody else's business. That wasn't his business. Got that from Tab. But anyway, we look at David's life and some people may think, how could David do this? How could, first of all, he sleep with somebody else's wife and then go and try to cover up his sin by killing a person that served him? How could he not see that as a sin? How could he not see his wrong? It's because pride blinds you. He refused to see the truth, y'all. It wasn't until God sent the prophet Nathan to David to cleverly uncover David's sins so that David finally repented. He saw it and he repented. Right now, I want you in this moment to ask God to uncover your truth. And don't be afraid. Accept what God reveals. Don't let fear drive you away from the truth. You know, fear is also a form of pride. Why? Because fear will cause you to want to control everything in an effort to prevent things, good or bad, but prevent things from happening. This is pride, y'all, because what you're doing, you're choosing your way over God's way. You're not trusting God. Humility unlocks trust, and trust leads to submission. Is through humility that you learn to trust God and therefore you submit to his plan. Your biggest threat to not succeeding, your biggest threat to not walking in power, not walking in joy, peace, and love, is not the devil. It's pride. The devil thrives on your pride. He uses it to keep you stuck, to blind you from seeing the truth. And what will happen is that you'll begin to justify your ways instead of trusting God. King Solomon says this. He says, and we know it, but let's read a little bit further. He says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own understanding. In all your ways, know him and he will make your path straight. Or some translations say he will direct your path. And then it says, don't be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. This will be healing to your body and strengthening to your bones. When you submit to God by walking in humility, then you will walk in power and success. And furthermore, you will walk in healing. You will be strengthened. You will be fruitful. So take this moment and turn your heart to God. Listen, the truth is, is that we've all been prideful. We've all been prideful, so it's nothing to feel shameful about. I don't want this episode to bring any condemnation on you. This is just the truth, and the truth shall what? Set you free. I want freedom for you. The devil would want you to walk in bondage and feel bad about yourself. He would want you to walk in condemnation, but the truth has no other purpose but to set you free, and that's what I want for you today. So in this moment, turn your heart to God. Because there's healing that's available to you. Psalm 107 says that God sent out his word. His word is truth, right? He sent out his word and healed them. And delivered them from what? Their destruction. 
So when God sends out his word, whether it be to you directly or whether it be through another voice, the purpose of his word, the purpose of his truth is to heal you and to deliver you. So in this moment, turn your heart to God and be set free, be healed, be delivered. Submit to God, trust in God, and he will deliver you from your destruction. But it's going to take your submission. So use your voice to cry out to God right now. Psalm 34 says, This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all of his troubles. We serve a faithful God, y'all. Hallelujah. That when you cry, he does not turn his ear away from you, but he's faithful to hear you and to listen to you. And not only that, he will perform on that. Open up your mouth and cry out to God and allow him to pull you out and save you from all of your troubles. Not just one thing. Be real with God right here in this moment so that he can save you from all of your troubles. God wants to deliver you. He wants to deliver your mind. He wants to deliver your heart so that you can truly experience the abundant life. He set your life up so that you can live abundantly. He sent Jesus so that you can live abundantly. The thing that stops us from living in abundance is pride. So lay your pride down right now and cry out to him because he's waiting for you. He's waiting to deliver you. Cry out to him. Deliverance and healing is here for you. So Father, we thank you. We thank you for your word. We thank you, God, that your word sustains us. Your word heals us. Your word saves us and your word delivers us. Thank you, Father, for the truth of your word setting us free, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, that you don't turn a deaf ear to us, God, but you hear our cries and you are faithful to deliver us for you are the great deliverer, Father, and we thank you. So Father, I pray, God, that you would touch, that you would restore, that you would heal and deliver those who are listening to this podcast deliver them from their mind father deliver them from old mindsets that keep them in the revolving cycle old mindsets that are easily triggered to operate in pride as a response to their pain father in the name of Jesus deliver them cleanse them God would you wash their minds clean God may the word given break the chains off of their minds and set them free from the bondage that holds them in this thinking pattern Father, set your people free in Jesus' name. I decree new mindsets. I decree new thought patterns. I decree clean thinking in the name of Jesus. And Father, I also ask that you would touch the person who has the hardened heart, God, that you would soften it now in the name of Jesus, that they would present their heart to you, God, to be healed and delivered, to be whole in Jesus' name. I pray for breakthrough and deliverance now in the name of Jesus. Do what only you can do in Jesus name release your power upon them even now send your anointing down to destroy every yoke of bondage father in Jesus name I pray God that you would eradicate God every plan and scheme of the enemy even now God I pray God that all the entanglements God that they may have gotten tangled up in God that you would break them free from it in Jesus name destroy the walls destroy the barriers God destroy the glass ceilings father and set your children free in the name of Jesus 
Jesus tear down barricades of distrust and suspicion and fear that keep them from loving and feeling, Father, in Jesus' name, that keep them from having a genuine experience and relationship with you and others in the body of Christ in the name of Jesus. Father, release the sword, your sword against the Leviathan, Father. Divide the sea and destroy the marine spirits through your power in the name of Jesus. Father, set your children free. Set their minds free. Set their hearts free in the name of Jesus. Father, have your way in their lives right now. We receive your healing, Father, through the blood of Jesus Christ. We receive deliverance through the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus, for your blood, for it cleanses us from all sins. So we thank you for your blood, which gives us victory. Thank you, Father, that we have victory over all sin in the name of Jesus. And Father, right now, I pray for the passion of your word to increase amongst your sons and your daughters, Father. I pray, God, that they have tasted and seen that you are good, Father, and they won't turn back, God, to their old thought processes, their old way of thinking, their old lifestyles, the old habits, Father, that you have broken that behavior, Father, and you have established a new thing on the inside of them, Father, in Jesus' name, God, and they shall not turn back, God. I pray, God, for a new hunger and a new thirst after you so that humility will be birthed on the inside of them. Father, would you renew their hearts now? Make them new, God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Father, we love you and we honor you and we bless you for this mighty moment that we have in you. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that we pray. Amen and amen. God be glorified. Hallelujah. We thank you for this moment. Hallelujah. I feel the presence and the power of God so strongly. I pray that you have received what God had for you in this episode. May you be set free and delivered in Jesus' name. Thank you all so much for joining. It is my prayer today and always that you have gotten some prayer and some inspiration from this episode. And because we serve a God that is faithful, I have confidence that you did. So I have no doubt that you will surely have a solid Saturday. See you next time.